Welcome to Season 2 of the Own Your Creativity Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Johnston, and I'm excited to share the news with you of my upcoming memoir writing retreat, Rapid Plan Your Memoir, August 21 to 23. This will be an online event co-led with Sherry Mers, a 20-year serial entrepreneur. Sherry Mers returned to her dream of writing after retirement. Today, Sherry's mission is to help other writers fulfill their dreams of a successful writing career, no matter what age you are. Sherry teaches how to get down to the business of writing and profitable self-publishing. During our weekend together, Sherry and I want to empower you with the tools to successfully write your memoir. We know that it's hard to focus, to get organized, to know what to put in and what to leave out and how to find the time to get your memoir written. So we want to help you during the Rapid Plan Memoir on August 21st to the 23rd. We're really looking forward to meeting you there. So for more information and to register, go to bit.ly forward slash rapid memoir. A follower had sent me a question recently about creativity and health. They asked how they could be creative when they were chronically sick and had very little energy. This is a very important question. First, I want everyone to realize that health is the foundation that we build on. So taking care of your health is crucial. If you have very limited energy, you need to recognize that. But even when you have limited energy, you can still help your healing process by being creative. What do I mean by that? I'll explain by sharing two examples with you. One is from a long-term study that looked at two sets of retirees. One group retired and did nothing with themselves afterwards. The other group was actively and regularly engaged in one or more creative activities such as writing, music, dance, and others. After one year, the group that were engaged were on fewer medications, had fewer falls, had more friends, experienced less depression, and were more positive. The second example I'll share is of Doug Lindsay. At 21, he came down with uh, with a mysterious ailment and eventually was bedridden for 11 years. The doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. This looked increasingly bad for him, but Doug persevered. He explored and studied and eventually came up with a surgical solution for his mystery disease. And this is a solution that he invented. Doug had limited energy and mobility, but he used what little energy he did have, those brief moments when the clouds parted and he could focus, to find a solution. This is the very definition of creativity. So to answer my listener's question directly, take care of your health in whatever way is necessary. Seek out help to support your health by people you trust, whether that is in the allopathic or holistic worlds or a combination of both. Then use your innate creative ability to create something, whether it's a script, a series of poems, or a memoir you choose. Just pick a goal and then work towards it in a way that adds to your energy instead of depletes it. In the long term, you are more likely to see a difference in your overall health and state of mind than not. Shift your mindset from seeing only what you can't do to everything that you can do. In today's episode, I interview Bobby Vogel, a healer and coach, who talks about how our illnesses are meant to heal us. I hope you enjoy our discussion and that it inspires you 
to Own Your Creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Creativity. I'm really excited today to be talking to Bobby Vogel. She's a medical intuitive, a spirit coach, a clairvoyant healer, and she's all about connecting humanity to faith and healing so that they are empowered to live a life of transcendence and purpose. In Bobby's practice, etheric medicine, she utilizes the gift of clairvoyance and works with spirit to gain information on whatever her clients need. She serves people with all levels of illness as a healer, all the way to coaching entrepreneurs to blow the doors open in their business and anyone in between. She knows that everything begins with faith, and from that connected place, we can transform our lives. Welcome, Bobby. Thank you. It's awesome. It's so awesome that you're here, and I just think that what you're doing is so important. Um, I, I think that we we lack a lot of connection between our our faith and our purpose and who we're supposed to be in the world. And can you talk a little bit more about like why you decided to do the work that you do? Well, uh, well, I think I decided it before I came in. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that that's what I do know. And I, you know, I know that that's what we all do. I, I know I've done probably 800 sessions and I'm very clear from spirit and God who's non-denominational. Um, and people have a hard time with that, but it's just the truth. Um, who's the, the supervisor. So we choose our purpose before God and our guides. And then we are given the tools before we even come in here and get amnesia in order to live that life purpose. That's just the truth, right? So this is why I know that, and, that, and I'll answer how I got into this in a second, but this is why I know from my own life experience, from my own journey getting here, pain to purpose story, that everything begins with faith because I was literally stripped of everything but that. I was a top, I've had a million lives in this life, but what finally brought me to this place of being connected to my gift was I was a top producing real estate agent in San Francisco for 17 years. Always wanted to live on the beach. I thought that was when I moved from Chicago, I thought the beach was going to be in San Francisco. No, <laughs> Lake, Lake Michigan, basically <laughs> um, <laughs> the same temperature. And so long story short, I decided I had gone through a painful divorce. I decided, Hey, you know, I had uh, six deals in escrow, five or six deals, all cash from an investor in the Bay Area was was taking the chance to invest in Southern California in, in Hancock Park to be just, and so I had about $230,000 coming in commissions. I thought this is a good time. If I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. So three days after I moved, she bailed on all of them. She had removed content, like, there was this much of a chance of that ever happening, but she did it. So there I was, I rented an apartment from living in homes, you know, that happened. My, um, my special needs adopted son was forced out of a, a high care facility um, home without, I had don't have the tools, you know, without going into his privacy too much. It's just, the circumstances of his birth set him up for some challenges. And so I, little by little, uh, cause I couldn't really go to work much with him 
I had to turn in the keys to my Mercedes Benz. I uh, got a sheriff sticker on the door for eviction. And I um, ended up, you know, no way to eat crazy. I ended up homeless in Venice after, yeah. And um, it, I got to a place where, and my son ended up getting arrested. I got to a place where I just, I was, I had a suicide plan. I was 24 hours from that when I ended up going to, um, being guided to go to Agape, which I never heard of. Like, it's such a long story, but that's a short version. And so when I started, I had no family. And so I started just, I didn't even know I had faith. I had an, I had an, an ink, but I just, I would touch in on it like a lot of people do. And then when things were hard, I was like, there must not be a guy, you know? And so I got to a place, I was so scared and alone. Both my parents are on the other side. I was pre-med when, uh, when I was 20 and my dad was killed in a car accident. And um, so I'd always wanted to be a doctor. So it's crazy that I end up here, but um, I just started screaming, God help me. I'm so scared. Am I this bad? Am I this horrible of a person? What am I doing wrong? Cause I can't, I'm so scared and tapped that I don't know. I, I can't be here anymore. And so, and this was before the agape thing. And I, I said, I need you. I had some, that was my first feeling of spirit of my guides coming in and God and kind of grab, you know, saying, I could hear, it's like, I, I just had the notion because it came out of my mouth. What is it that I said I would heal? I want to do it. I want to, I just don't know what it is. Please help me. Like I was booger crying. No joke. Please help me. I just, I'm not trying to, to not do what I said I would do. And I don't even know where that came from, you know, to this. I mean, I do know now, but I said, help me help me show me what it is. I'll do whatever it is I need to do. Why am I here? You know? And then I, I said, look, I, it, you guys got to give me some kind of sign that I'm supposed to stay on this planet because I'm ready mm -hmm. to hit the reset. And on within 24 hours, somebody from Chicago that I had known years ago, hit me up and was like, Hey, I heard you're in Venice. Can I take you to lunch? Of course, a meal sounded amazing <laughs> <laughs> because I literally had people like leaving food on my doorstep until I finally got evicted, you know, like their Jenny Craig meals, like you name it. It was crazy. And she said, Hey, have you heard of Agape? And I didn't tell her anything about where I was at, how I was feeling. Cause I was in this place of relief actually and that scared me because as a medic i knew hey when people are ready to do it they just do it and you know that's it and that's where i knew i was and um because i didn't see options which you know and i said no i don't know i've never heard of it i thought it was a restaurant like a mexican restaurant <laughs> she's like no it's some non-denominational church around here michael beckwith he did he was on the secret i was like never heard of it you know well, the next morning, Sunday morning, I Googled it, ran, I 
saw it, long story short, I ran to the thing, I got my son in the car, and I heard, with two, probably 2,000 people in the room, I knew that he, Michael was like channeling God for me, because he spoke about, and I couldn't believe it, but I, I understand it now completely, but it was my circumstance, my thoughts, my plan, which was 24 hours away to leave, my things my parents brought in that nobody else would it was crazy in a room of 2000 people and i was sobbing with my hands in my in my face and my hands my shirt was soaking wet because i knew okay i should stay here and i felt i literally is like this feeling of being picked up she's had enough she's had enough and even though after that day, I ended up getting evicted and seemingly things got worse. But for me, they, I felt held, guided, loved, and I just started taking one step at a time. So this is, and my whole life changed. And here I am standing in life purpose. I would have never in a million years thought this, but you know, I just keep every day stepping forward and I say every single day yes to it yes literally every day I stand at my altar and I say yes whatever it is I said I would do and whatever it is you need me to do I'm here for it show me and that's it and how many years ago was that when you five five years ago wow and everything has turned around very recent I'm now like surrounded by more love than I've ever known in my life I'm in a beautiful marriage I have wonderful stepkids um, incredible, powerful women. Like my life doesn't even resemble what it was. And I know how I got here. Not everyone has to go through this. Everyone's like, oh shit, I don't want to go through you know? <laughs> that. That's not the, the point is I needed to, because I recognize that I'm so empowered by every single painful. And I've had a, I had a real hard childhood and all those things but nothing like it all led up to that but i'm so grateful for every single experience because i know that it was all purposeful because now i i hold i have so much compassion for everyone yes i have compassion but i also won't enable victimization because i know that if i made it through all of that anybody can not only make it through it, but blow their life up and be divinely connected to source, to their guides, to God. And when that happens, your whole life changes. You are, you are divinely led. There's no way that doesn't happen. Some people, um, I, cause the thing I'm interested in is that, is that when you got clarity five years ago, and, and your life started moving in a, in a different direction and a more connected uh, direction. You may have chosen, instead of becoming um, a healer, you may have chosen maybe go back to real estate, but doing it in a way that will be helpful, you know, and doing it in a different way. But you chose to pivot and, and to do what you're doing now. So what brought you to that? Um, realization well, you have to do that. Yeah. Well, I, so this is the beautiful way that I, I empower people to live and get connected to is that I really didn't make the decision. It, I, this, I chose, again, I chose this before coming in. So when on a daily, when I ask 
please lead me to it, guide me to life purpose. Mm. And then I paid attention and I put one foot in front of the other. This is where it led. And I actually, I got to a place where I hung up my real estate license only three years ago. So I, I was doing sessions in my own home and then they started, they spirits started leveling me up with the medical, all of a sudden a bunch of people with medical problems, level 10 pain started showing up and that's when they started. And that's the beautiful thing about like, I wanted to be a doctor since my mom would say, since I couldn't even pronounce it. So I knew I came in knowing I want to heal people and I didn't understand. So all of a sudden they started teaching me how to, to do this etheric surgeries. That's why my practice is called etheric medicine. It's like they would give me uh, the, the core issue for the, 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 the illness because, you know, it, it, our etheric body comes first. And our physical body is simply a hologram of our etheric body. That's why people have, you know, phantom pain. And it's not phantom. It's because you can't cut your etheric body away from your physical. You can't. And so they started showing me meridians, what those look like, which meridians are not lit in people, and they need to be lit so that our physical body and energy body gets everything that we need. And without our etheric body and our physical body working together, we get sick. We get, you know, or we're exhausted, or we gain weight, or we get depressed. We have autoimmune, we have anxiety, like we get dehydrated, even if we're drinking enough water. Like it's, it's phenomenal what the truth of this is, you know? So I was like, wow, I'm mind blown. But the first person really profound was she, this young woman, 35 years old had level 10 pain every time she peed for 11 years after she gave birth to her first child. She had tried everything. And when she showed up at my door at my house, I had my table in my living room. Cause I was just like, I don't know, really? Like I, I was, a, I was like, Oh my God, you know, can I do this? And she could barely, she was so distraught and beat down. And she was, a, the doctor said, the next thing is to cut your bladder out. Well, they showed me, spirit identified all the emotional wounds, the trauma, abuse that was trapped in her physical body at this point because it came in her etheric body first like it does for everyone and unless we clear our our etheric body because with light we oxygen is light but but understand that we need a healthy energy body it starts stagnating and then once that wounding is not cleared it turns to density in the etheric body and then it turns then it duplicates into the physical body and now we have a Western medicine illness. But Western medicine wants to go cut things out of the physical, which does nothing in the etheric. The etheric body is being completely ignored by Western medicine. I say that, but I also know that working together with Western medicine would be profound. 
and I have worked with doctors and acupuncturists. But so she left there after I was literally taught how to help start removing this level three pain immediately when she went home and, and went, used the bathroom. She's now completely pain free by the sixth session and continues to be pain-free, dropped 30 pounds. She and her military family moved to Idaho. And like, it, so I'm working with a little girl with brain cancer who's not like, it's, it's, people think it's crazy, but it's, it's what's available for all of us. And that's the medical side of it. You know, the, you, I mean, you, you're a writer, you work with writers. Spirit could help you write a book. You know, like, hey, what am I supposed to write about? Or like, ah, da, da. I mean, they're they're literally like virtual assistants. Wow. And actually, now that you mentioned that, you know, that, that spirit can help you write, I have a lot of people that do want to write, but never seem to get around to it. You know, what what do you think could be the issue <laughs> there? Or like, what would you recommend if somebody said like, you know, oh, I really want to write my memoir, but like every time I take a five-day challenge, I never follow through on it or, you know something yeah and you know it's funny I, i'm i'm uh guilty of the same thing i just i think you know so and i'm you know you can't get in trouble with with spirit but like they're fun and light and you know they can be real tough lovey but also but also fun and light and we have to laugh at ourselves because we're human like we're not this is the whole point is to become you know healing those wounds transcends our soul and when we transcend our soul, we come closer and closer to our highest level consciousness and brilliance because that's who we are. We just forgot. We came in and got amnesia. So the whole point is this whole process of you don't have to you don't have to have a physical illness to have to heal. We all signed up to heal. We all did. And I'll go into that in in a bit, but I think. I think it takes like carving out, committing and carving out the time and then truly leaning in on source, you know, and, 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 and understanding that faith is not a religion, you know, and, and that our guides individual, we all have our own guides, that they are here to serve us as we are here to serve what in, in human form. And they're here whether we believe they are or not. So we may as well utilize it. Mm -hmm. And also I say, believe it like belief and faith, uh, belief and knowing are two different things. You know, like I could believe in UFOs, you know, okay, well, I know other people say they've seen them, but I'm going to know they exist when I actually see one myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, so my work is, the first piece of it is like getting people to know their guides mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and God, and then lean in on it because it is so profound. Um, the mountains that they can move on our behalf and guide us through I everything. Go I ahead. love the way you say to lean into them, you know, be as a support. And I think that when we are able to do that, we realize that whatever we're here to do is important and and we have now the support to bring that out you know i think a lot of times people will experience writer's block because they don't have the faith that 
what they have to say is important and is actually what they're here to do. You know, so I think I think when we realize that that we have support and that we have our, our cheerleaders out there that you know um, can help us uh, along the way, I, I think things can start changing then. Um, and you know, you also say that illnesses are meant to heal us. Mm -hmm. How does that work? Well, so that's so. This is what I was going to um, talk about. This is what I know is before we come in and take a body and we're with God and our guides and, you know, angels and everything, we, we can, it's a spiritual law. I've learned that we cannot come and take a body unless we agree to heal, choose and then heal wounds because when, because they're tools for our transcendence. That's why. And, um, and, and serve a life purpose. And so, you know, like I, I always, I use my, uh, my life, my wound choices as an example, like I, uh, one of my wounds, one of my many, right. I filled my basket. So you, it's fun to, they said, oh, the spirit said, oh, think of it as like taking a mason jar and putting it in your basket. I'm going to take, uh, so I chose abandonment, one of them, and I put it in my basket. And then for my transcendence, when I come in. And so another soul who's not yet my birth mother, genderless steps forward and says in order to serve your soul's transcendence i will come in and create the wound of abandonment on your behalf and i'm oh my god i'm so grateful what a sacrifice right that's going to create wounding you know for you and this and this and so um but that's her choice to heal or not heal and transcend and so my guys laughing right say well, you know, you're all stoked right now, <laughs> but you're not going to be stoked because when you go in, you are going to have amnesia. You're going to forget that you chose all this and you're going to forget how power is like I knew and know it's not new. I know at my highest level how powerful I am and like what a badass I am because I filled my basket. So when I recognize when people are clobbered, in this life, I'm like, woo, you're powerful and brilliant because you loaded your basket up. Now let's get chopping here. Like, I, I'm not going to allow you to sell me on your victim, mm -hmm. victimization, because I'm looking right at a really powerful soul and I am not going to enable that. It's not my, my job is to empower you to understand who you are why you're here and connect your grab your peeps and get rolling this isn't serving you because victimization is a low vibration and people fight for it people fight to be victimized by their and that's not a not uncompassionate statement it's just the truth it's it doesn't serve you so they tell me this and i'm like whatever you know like let's roll because i'm excited and then it's it's this beautiful it's almost like this graduation process then you move in and have this beautiful collaboration with god in this choice of life purpose it's not just handed to you like get in there and do this it's, it's collaboration and then you're given all the tools by god to like for me i like is i had a medicine bag handed to me like that's what i see is this really worn cool 
dark black medicine bag, you're given everything you need. So everybody, it doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, what you haven't done, you got the tools that you need. It is undeniable. So you just, when we start asking, help me, what is it? You know, and then the guides say, we'll be here with you through the whole thing. We'll start, you know, we're going to hold all your, your emotions, experiences, good, bad, tra traumas, all of it on your behalf so that when it's time to start waking you up and you need one of your tools until we can reach in there and grab it ourselves they'll be like here you go but we're not paying attention right. ah, scrambling scratching you know freaking out and, and 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 trying to force a life purpose that isn't meant to be but we can spend our life, we can spend our incarnate, you know, this lifetime doing what we're not supposed to do, certainly. And there's no punishment or anything. It's just not what you said you'd do. Yeah, right. That's all. Yeah. And, um, and we want, at our highest level consciousness, we want to keep our word with ourselves. Yeah. And so we have all the help surrounding us to support us because we're the ones that had the courage to come in here mm -hmm. but we have all the support we need because they want in order to do what we said we would do and until we understand until we're standing in it we don't understand you know we need that help right i think another reason that people and writers are often afraid to to take that next step and bring into being whatever piece of, of writing that they wanted or book or memoir is a fear of being seen. And you have a really interesting adoption story where, where you connected visibility. Yeah. Um, uh, could you tell us that story? Yeah, that's crazy. That actually came to me. That, that story came to me. I actually went because my dear friend, Linda Howe, um, teach it. She's like world renowned Akashic records teacher and um i mean and that's how i ultimately got connected to my gifts and now i don't work you know in but um that's when i knew i was like oh my god yeah i mean immediately the first time i i opened my records and asked it was like i have such clear communication with spirit and that it was profound so anyway she was coming to town and it had invited me to come sit you know, in the class and, um, or, or be in the class. And so there was this really cool exercise about, um, bring forward, uh, a painful birth. Doesn't not necessarily this, any life, you know, has to be shown a painful birth. And, um, and I happen to know my birth mother, you know, um, my, both my mom and dad are on the other side, but my birth mother's alive and well, you know, maybe well, but, um, so I, so, um, I did, I was like, oh, okay, well, it's this lifetime. And I watched, um, so I could see the room, the delivery room. And 
I could see my birth mother and I could see the doctor. I could see all these nurses and nobody really seemed like excited or like there was no fanfare going on, which I was like, wow, you know, um, and this was at a time, mind you, when I was terrified to even make a video. So that's the point of this is like, I was asking, why am I so scared to like, go make a stinking video on Instagram? <laughs> Everyone's like, dude, you need to do videos. And I'm like, oh, I can't, you know, I would make these, do these other posts, but I, I was so scared. And I, would, I was like, what is wrong with me? And so... And so I was asking my guides that, what, 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 and as they were pushing me to do it. And so in this room, I was watching no fanfare. I watched myself be born and literally the doctor just took me, handed me off to a nurse and the nurse walked out of the room with me. And I was screaming like, Hey, did anybody just see what happened? Did anyone just see me come in? It doesn't matter. I, maybe I'm invisible. Like maybe that didn't even, like maybe they didn't see me. Like I was in this state of, you know, my, this little baby was in this state of confusion. And I was like, oh shit. I think I'm invisible. And so the next day I went, I think it was morning. I went and I made a video that video wow and I, and I told the story that story in front I put my camera up and I was just like well let's go I gotta do I gotta break through this and then I posted it and I went to show Linda how and the screen was just all gray oh my goodness and I was like <gasps> and then I refreshed it a few times and it finally showed up. I was at, I was like, Oh my God, you know, what am I? <laughs> oh, no. yeah. So, um, obviously I don't feel that way anymore because I deserve to take up space, you know, mm -hmm. and a lot of women with trauma, different levels, we don't understand. Well, number one, it creates anxiety because our soul wants to get out and our soul is here for, you know, to these, cause we're so powerful. And, um, we, we, we end up having, you know, throat problems and we can't take up space. We're afraid to speak our truth, you know, which is one thing I've there. That's something that I've not had a problem with, but, um, taking up space, you know, take up the space that we're meant to stand in and take up here. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's such a powerful story. I think um, I really, I really appreciate you sharing those stories because a lot of times we, I mean, we need guides here, you know, on this plane too, um, and and examples of how it could be possible to get from where we are to uh, where we want to be or where we know we need to be. Yeah. Anyway, so I really appreciate you sharing your, your stories with oh, us. Thanks for asking. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm, a, I'm an open book. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just about to wrap up. Is there anything okay. else that you would like to share before we wrap up? Um, 
just that I, you know, my greatest hope for people and, and, you know, and obviously I'm in, in service to this, right. On any level, but my greatest hope, even if you're listening to this is like to also have a breathing in the light video on YouTube. Um, maybe I, yeah, that's really powerful. And it's spirit taught where we, it's, I finally went and I'm like, okay, fine. I'll video myself doing it. You know, which was a funny little push from my, my peeps. I call them. I went and, and I did, I do this whole breathing in the light. It's like five minutes of pulling light in our energy body, balancing masculine, feminine, releasing thoughts that, that don't belong to us, you know, clearing some, you know, helping clear our own density with our, with the light and, and then also at the end, there's a prayer to begin. It's not even a prayer. It's a little conversation with your peeps, you know, to, to start, just get on the path, just the first stone of it. Because once you're connected to source, to spirit, your guides, your peeps, God, and you, like I said, you rely on that. No matter who you are, what circumstance you're in, if you just get on the path and start communicating with them and just even say hey i'm new to this but i'm gonna buy into it whatever you need to say like you can talk like that it's not god and you know getting it's not that it's like just wherever you're standing i mean i talk to them all day long i take my mom to the ross and marshall's to look for furniture you know like and she's on the other side and she always finds me what i need it's, it's like that. Your life is, 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 you're meant to connect with them like that. Just say, hey, give me a pretty big sign as I'm beginning my journey here. And they will. Because they know that the, they want you, they want, they're yours. They want it and you need it. And then it, your whole life will change, whether it's, you know, needing to heal because there's a purpose. That's the point I meant. I, I didn't say there is a purpose in everything and timing is always divine. It's that simple. There's a purpose. Never late. It's never too late to start. Never. Yeah. Never. No, but you know, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> and, and get in that purpose, whatever it is, just ask, what is it? What is it? Because everybody's out here trying to, you know, it's a new, it's kind of a new clicky thing. Oh, life purpose. But it's like, this is not clicky. This is just start asking because people are trying to force this. People are trying to force themselves into being healers even, you know, which is, I have, you know, is a little dangerous. But if you're not on the planet, if you didn't sign up for that, keep stepping because you sign up for something no matter who you are just ask what that is you don't even you don't have to figure it you don't have to carve it you don't have to put a big thing on the wall like the pros and cons of this or that it's like just ask yeah, yeah. so that you keep your word with yourself because woo, you transcend mm-hmm. that's so powerful how can people get in touch with you uh, my website is bobbyvogel.com. That's the easy. It's also etheric medicine. B O B B I V as in Victor O G as in George E L.com. And, uh, 
I actually have that breathing a light video on there, but it's also, I'd love if people would go to YouTube. So Bobby Vogel, etheric medicine on YouTube. I have my adoption story on there and a bunch of other great testimonials. And I, I try to keep posting on there. So it'd be great if people will go follow, but find that breathing the light video. It's so, so, so helpful. And I'll post the link to that in the show notes. That would be really, really great. I'd appreciate it. Great. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You'll find all the links mentioned in today's interview at bit.ly forward slash the OYC podcast. To find out more about Rapid Plan, the online memoir writing retreat, go to bit.ly forward slash rapid memoir. And until next time, own your creativity. Mm-hmm.